Blog Talk Radio.
Internet Church. Hi, I'm Pastor Sabrina, and welcome in the name of the Lord. Amen. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are an international, (coughs) excuse me, Christian, non-denominational church established in the love of Jesus Christ. Excuse me a moment. I think I have something caught in my throat. We want to thank the Lord for blessing us. Amen? We want to thank the Lord for blessing us. And we need to keep in mind, saints, that we need to be vigilant during this time. The enemy knows that we have big breakthroughs coming. He's seen it coming. He knows it's coming against him. And so he's doing everything he can do to undermine our effectiveness. But the Lord our God is greater than any enemy. He's greater than all your enemies and all that the devil can send against us. So if you're having a bit of difficulty, just spend a little more time binding the devil. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. So we want to thank the Lord for everything he's doing. We want to give him praise because he's a wonderful, mighty, and powerful God. And he takes care of his children. He takes care of his children. Now, those of you that are new, we uh, would like to invite you to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. Amen? Miracleinternetchurch.com. And when the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. MIC Radio Chat. Click that link, and when the page changes, click Guest. When it changes again, sign in using your own name, amen, something that appears on your birth certificate, and greet the saints, and they will respond and greet you as well, amen. We're very receiving and very loving here, and I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of the saints. And so I encourage you to sign in in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, if perhaps you're using a cell phone, then you can use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. And when you do, the page will change. It's a very pretty page. It's got full and black, and it's a very nice page. But you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines. That is your link. 
Amen? And it will open up all the other links to you. After such time, you may follow the rest of the directions and sign in and greet everyone in the chat room in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. You see, if you walked into a brick-and-mortar church and there were people there and someone spoke to you, of course, you would speak back, and hopefully you would speak to all the other people there. This is the same thing. Amen? The Bible admonishes us to greet one another in love. And so that's what we do here. We, As much as possible, we obey the scriptures. Amen? So we are grateful to the Lord for his love, for his protection, for his grace, and for the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, I am, I'm very grateful that we had um, enjoyed Resurrection Sunday. It was a very uh, important and powerful day, especially in the lives of the saints. It is probably the, one of the most important celebrations. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is so good. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. One of the most important celebrations as a Christian, you see? And if you just think it's about eating ham or eating lamb or all of that, you miss the spiritual significance of what Jesus Christ did. So if you never learned about that, I want to encourage you to go back and read the scriptures and in the Gospels in particular about what it took for Jesus to redeem your soul. I learned all of those things growing up as a little girl in church and in Sunday school. But everyone didn't have that advantage. So I want to encourage you, if you were not able to do that, if that wasn't how your situation was, to go back and learn. It's in the Bible. The Holy Spirit will teach you if you ask him to help you. But you'll have to ask him. You'll have to be attentive. You'll have to read. You'll have to ask questions and get answers. So I want to encourage you, if you really don't understand why Christians make such a big deal about Resurrection Sunday, to go to the scriptures and to search them out. You can look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the beginning of the book of Acts. And that will help you to understand. Amen? Amen, because it's an important day to you. It's very important day. That whole season is important. Because without it having happened, all of us would be headed straight for hell. And some of us still are. And we are attempting to help everyone to understand that if you're headed in the wrong direction, it is seriously time to turn around. And do those things that the Lord desires and requires of us. Amen? We must learn to love the Lord with all of our heart. That means we have to love God more than we love ourselves. We have to love God more than we love others. You know, some people tell me, you know, when the scripture comes 
across something and it's difficult for them to receive, I love my family members. Well, so does God. But the bottom line is what he said in the word is what you're supposed to do. Nobody's asking you to hate your relatives. They're asking you to obey God. And a failure to obey God in that area usually comes under the category of idolatry. You're putting something before God. Amen? So we would like to um, keep our boundaries in the right place, so to speak. We'd like to keep God first. Yes, you love your family members. God never said you had to hate them. He said you had to obey him. He said he had to be first. He said you had to reverence and honor his word enough to live it in your everyday life. Amen? Amen. So, I want to encourage you to keep the Lord and his word ever before you and to continually obey him because it's the obedient that find their way to the kingdom of God. It's the obedient. The scriptures say that. And as you read them, they will speak that to you. They will speak that to your heart. Amen. The scriptures themselves will talk to you. See, the Bible is a talking book. It's not like every other book. It's a lie. It's not a dead old dusty book. And if you regard it that way, then you're disrespecting Almighty God. Amen? At this ministry, we exclusively use the King James Version of the Bible for many reasons. But purity of Scripture is what we're after. So that's how the Lord has led us. Yay! And God is strengthening us as we go. You see, there's people that have that have problems, issues, that they are unaware of. And we have discovered through experience and through trial and error that if you use the King James Version of the Bible, it straightens out the way you think. Simply by filling yourself with the scriptures from the King James Version, it orders your thought automatically. Amen. Amen. It orders your thought. And that's what we need. We need our thoughts to be in line with God. Why do we need it to be in line with God? Because two can't walk together unless they be in agreement. You can't walk well with God if you're not listening to him. You can't walk well with God if you're not in line with him. So we exclusively use the King James Version of the Bible. And we ask you to do the same. It will automatically, as you partake of it, correct things that are out of order in your life. It takes a while, but it will do that. Amen? I once knew a lady who had several traumatic situations happen in her life, and one of which she lost all of her 10 children. 
they were taken away from her. And so I told her one day that the Lord was going to put a smile on her face because that lady lived in depression. She lived in depression. Every day she was depressed. And she learned to depend on the King James Version of the Bible. And one day, it took a while, it took a few years, one day she stepped right out of her depression and right back into her right mind. She could explain to the to the saints what had happened to her, how it happened to her, what that caused her to feel like and what it caused to happen in her life. So you see, saints, sometimes, whether it makes sense to you or not, you need to humble yourself and follow the instructions you're given because they are for your benefit, for your growth, so that you can give God the glory. Amen? Sometimes you need to let certain things go. Yes, you enjoyed them at one time, but they're not profitable now because you have to, you've got a journey. You've got a journey to make. And in order to get there, there are some things you're going to have to let drop away. Some things you're going to have to let go of. There may be some people you have to back up from. But whatever you have to let go of, it's worth it. God more than abundantly rewards you and restores you whatever it was that he, that you had to let go of. He'll, he'll come and make the difference. So don't be dismayed when the Lord says, okay, it's time to separate from so-and-so. He knows what's best. He knows what's right. And he knows what will see you into the kingdom. Amen? He knows what will see you into the kingdom. The idea is you actually want to spend eternity with Jesus Christ, not in the lake of fire. That's the idea. Amen? So at this ministry, we are working toward that end. And we are doing everything that we can do to enable you, to strengthen you, and to help you learn and grow so that you will make the journey successfully. It does not mean that you will not make any mistakes. That's just the way humans are. They make mistakes. But you will. End of your life or whenever the Holy Spirit takes the church out of the earth, you'll go to be with the Lord. That's the idea. Amen? We actually want to make it. We don't want to just talk about it, sing about it, and read about it. We want to do it. So there are going to be some sacrifices that all of us are going to make. They are very important sacrifices. And so we make them honorably as unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. So don't grumble and groan and moan and whine and complain when that time comes. Just take it and move with it in Jesus' name. You see, a lot of people are paying a very significant price to be able to walk in faith. 
We talked about that last week when I pointed out in the scriptures that the early Christians were sawed in two. They actually were sawed in two. They had to live in caves. They wore animal skin. They had a rough life. They were pressed. How would you feel if somebody was up there about to hack off your child's head with the ne- by the neck with a sword saying, serving Jesus Christ, say that he's not God, say that he's not the Messiah? How would you feel? What would you do? That's a question you ought to ask yourself because they didn't have long to make that decision. Amen? If you're going to go with Jesus, go all the way. Give him, give him all. Give him your all. He's do that. He gave you his all. He gave you his all. Give him yours. Don't hold back. Don't play games and don't compromise. If you're going to follow Jesus, he deserves your all. And you should be honored in surrendering your all to him. Amen? Jesus is the one that gave his life for you. And through his sacrifice, our Heavenly Father was able to reconnect and bring us back to himself. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, this has happened. So you will find that Christians that understand that truly appreciate Resurrection Sunday. When Jesus got up from the grave, we talked about that on Sunday. He went into Galilee. He had taken the keys of death and hell from Satan. He preached the gospel to those that were in paradise waiting to hear the gospel preached. Those that had died in faith. Amen? So we have a wonderful heritage in Christianity. We don't need idolatry. It does not bring the blessing of God. We don't need superstitions, and we don't need old religious traditions. What we need is an active, vibrant, powerful, loving, holy relationship with our God. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. I think I was going to pray. Well, I'll get back to the praying in a minute. Amen. Heavenly, we thank you that you are never too busy for us. In fact, you are our refuge and our strength. You are our very present help in times of busyness and trouble. Your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, reminds us to come unto him when we labor and feel overburdened because he will give us rest. We thank you, Father, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Amen for that. Lord, help us to keep in our minds stayed on you at all times because we know this will bring us into perfect peace. 
We seek your guidance, Lord God, to help us arrange our priorities properly. Guide us and help us to think your thoughts as we let the mind of Christ have its rightful authority in our lives. As we allow the mind of Christ to have its rightful authority in our lives. We trust you, Father, because you are our God and our deliverer. We will not let our hearts be troubled or afraid. This is possible only because Jesus has given us his peace. Thank you, Father. We praise you, Lord, that you have ordained peace for us and that you have fashioned all your work in our lives. Therefore, during this time of busyness in our lives, we will not worry. We will not worry if we get the 15 things on our list for today and the 25 that we put on our list for tomorrow. The Bible says that our steps are ordered of the Lord. They're not ordered by the list that we made out for ourselves. Amen? Your word precedes our list. Amen. Your word takes precedence over our list. Therefore, during this time of busyness in our lives, we will not worry. Instead, we will let all our requests be made known unto you through prayer with thanksgiving. Even as we pray, Lord, you are giving us your great peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding, our minds and our hearts through Christ Jesus. We love your word, Father. And this brings great peace to our soul. Because of your word, we know that nothing shall be able to offend us during this busy season of our lives. Lord, we will approach all our responsibilities from a spiritual perspective rather than a carnal mind. Because we know that to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Saints, when you turn things over to the Lord, they may look messy for a little while, turn out right. Why? Because God is in charge. That's why. Because God is in charge. Amen? And we want to thank him for being just that, in charge. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, as your children stretch their hands to you in praise and adoration and worship, we bow before your throne, Lord, and we thank you for the peace of God which passes all understanding. We thank you, Lord, that it referees. That's right, it referees. And it puts a guard, it mounts a guard over our hearts and our minds. It keeps us out of confusion. It keeps us out of madness. It keeps us out of suicide. It keeps us out of depression. It keeps us out of anger. It keeps us out of hate and out of jealousy and out of covetousness and many other sins. Father, help us 
when we succumb to our flesh and we roll around in our emotions instead of walking in the spirit as you've taught us. Help us to recover, Father, in the name of Jesus. We love our relatives. We love the body of Christ to trust you more, Lord. Help us to understand that you have it all under control. You have it all under control. We might be surprised at the event, but you've been prepared for this before the foundation of the world. Yes, things look like they're completely out of hand, but you've got this, and we're going to trust you, Lord. We're going to obey you and trust you and listen to what you teach us and apply it to our lives. Amen, Lord? We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. And we thank you for it in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Praise God. Now, saints, I want you to spend some time before you go to bed tonight just sitting still and listening to the Lord. I want you to spend a little time tonight before you close your eyes and sleep. I want you to do that. I want you to spend a few moments before you close your eyes and sleep just listening to the Lord. He has things to say, but you're so busy. He had to wait till you slow down to tell you. Just spend a few moments listening. No, not complaining about what you didn't get done. Listening to the Lord. And it will help to order your thoughts and to give you more peaceful sleep. Amen. And to give you more peaceful sleep. Praise God. Amen. That's right. God is so good. He knows exactly what we need and when we need it. And most of the time, we just need to trust him some more. Amen. He's stretching us, saints. He's stretching us in that trust place. Amen. Amen. He's stretching us. Somebody said to me today, What did I get myself into? Well, I can answer that. You got yourself into the will of God. Go with it. Amen? Go with it. Praise God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Acknowledge him first, and he will direct thy path. No, he did not promise it would make sense to you. Amen? His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And he's never wrong, but we often are. He said, be not wise in thine own eyes. No, you do not know more than God. When the Holy Spirit prompts you to do something different, obey the Holy Spirit. 
He's God. Amen. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Amen. Obey God. No matter what, obey God. Even if you think you're not sure you're getting it right, you know how to stop and pray and say, Heavenly Father, I'm trying to obey you. I think I'm doing this right. But if I'm wrong, straighten me out so I can do what you would have me to do. I thank you and I trust you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. And I bind the devil from getting in this in Jesus' name. See how simple, how easy is that? You can do that. Yes, you can. You can. Yes, you can. You can do that. You can do that. Amen. And he'll make the way plain before you. He says your steps are ordered by him, not ordered by that list of things to do that you have. He said your steps are ordered by him. So if he doesn't do something that's on the list, well, you just follow him, not the list. Got it? Amen. How about that? Follow him. The list helps, but follow him. That's right. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. Amen. Praise God. That's how you do it. Peace of God rule in your heart. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we thank you for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We repent of our sins. We thank you for your mercy and grace, forgiving us of our sins. We confess them to you now in the name of Jesus, and we give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <sighs> you know, saints, there are places in your life where you've been severely disappointed, you gave it your best effort, and you were disappointed, God will come along with another opportunity, but you won't be disappointed that time. You'll come out with the fruit you were believing for. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy in Jesus' name. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and the workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, 
chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks in Jesus' name. And we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, listening, watching, peeping, whispering, familiar, surveillance. Aha. Electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind Leviathan and his attacks in Jesus' name. Brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks. Water marine spirits and their attacks. Sex devils, their attacks. Unclean spirits, their attacks. Passive devils. Passive devils. You know about them? Passive devils and their attacks. Sorcery devils, their attacks. Pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits. All sorcery devils, their attacks. Seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer, and their attacks. All hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks. All mystic rituals and their intent. Oh, hallelujah. We bind all forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, Binding all vibrations that are demons. Ah, that's important. Thank you, Lord, for that. Oh, we bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid in Jesus' name. Binding every microwave frequency weapon, 5G and components, Everything targeted from the satellites against humans in Jesus' name and from the cell towers and through our devices in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for helping your people. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. Thank you, Lord. We bind all mistools in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. And we bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Buddhist, Norwegian, Malaysian, Global Cabal, the occult, 
Rekededa witchcraft. Runda every coven. Rekededa brasa. Runda da brekededa wicked. Rigisita da brusha da braka. Rileda di osunde di brusha da brada. Every lodge where Jesus Christ is not Lord. Rileda di akiche derugura. Rileda di osunde di brusha da braka de di asaladia. North American, South American, Erugohorebiliasa, Caribbean, Latin American, Erugohorekisa de Diolala, Rekisi de Rouge, Kisa Tarabra, Arabian, Canadian, Ruba Bababrika de Brisa Tarabre, Dutch, Uregiharelian de Rugusa, Ralala de Okurigisa Tarabra, Brazilian, Aragore, Peruvian, Argentinian, Uregisa Beche Dura. Yarugo de de asakama rugutu rukuhuraka Australia Rusa lady de roba se de rabriki Riki de rabrusa lady de rabruka baba 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 baruka ke Ralada Portuguese Erigisa de dia Rula laria kishe mesa tarabruka de rekada British Rinde de rukuhurisite rugo German Runde de rabraka kuragise de Rila laria sunde rabruka de dia salala Rula la riese gher rugore yakushanda rugore kita da brosa la di sita da breke irugure di asande di breke di sata rugosa ite rinde da brosa la di sita da brosa la di rula la di siki burijika tarara yo sure kisa te di breke yahare kahare kisa te di breke all of their practices and caribbean and latin american black and white magic in jesus name we bind the attack and we return the every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind our free flying devils. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedication, and all rituals done on the faces of the moon in Jesus' name. We bind all formations of bull flies and their demonic insects. We bind spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, mammon and his agents. We bind the gods of the people of the land and the gods of the groves and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. Thank you, Lord. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage. Hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, spirit of the fool, the fool's anger. We bind the carnal mind in Jesus' name. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, 
all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. And, Lord, anything we may have left out of that, we thank you for adding in through your intercession for us. Amen. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us, and against all that pertains to us, no demon or wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the websites and against the members of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name, returning all Cameroonian wizardry, all Japanese wizardry, all black magic, all jujus, all Nigerian and tribal wizardry. All Chaldean witchcraft and every act in the occult in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We thank you, Father. That the defilement of the wizards returns to the wizards in Jesus' holy name. We bind the king of pride and all the prideful ones in the name of Jesus Christ. All of those that are filled with pride and rebellion, we take authority, dominion, and power over their pride and their rebellion against the King of kings and the Lord of lords in Jesus' name. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, soulish, and water sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind every water sacrifice in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every water sacrifice in the name of Jesus Christ, and we meet it with the fire and brimstone that comes from our God. Yes, the lake that burneth with fire and brimstone come to meet every water sacrifice in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Break it, break it, and break it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, 
combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Kali, Apollyon, Mammon, Zeus, Atlas, Neptune, Python, Molech, Basilic, Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, and Baphomet. And we bind those 72 in Jesus' name. We bind Dagon in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their rituals and their rites of the demonic realm in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, phallic intrusion in the phallic intrusions by water demons. We bind incubus, succubus, and the entire water realm. The marine demons are bound in the name of Jesus, and they are surrounded in the fire of God, consumed in the fire of God. Oh, my God. We hand to the Lord Jesus Christ the marine kingdom for his disposal in Jesus' name. Every sexual attack against a member of Miracle Internet Church, Lord, we return upon the attacker and with it. Their own experience in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone in Jesus' name. Every phallic attack in the name of Jesus Christ. Fire of God, fire of God, fire of God on our genitals in Jesus' name. Fire of God, fire of God, fire of God, piercing through our bodies in the name of Jesus Christ. Fire and brimstone on every water and marine spirit. Fire and brimstone on every water and marine spirit. Fire and brimstone on every water and marine spirit in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you that every sexual attack is returned to the attackers. In the name of Jesus Christ, according to the covenant, for you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Holy Spirit, we turn them over to you in Jesus' name. Break it, break it, break it. We're drinking the blood of Jesus. 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 
We're drinking the blood of Jesus. We're drinking the blood of Jesus. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you use your wedded sword and suffer from us every attack, every tie. And cauterize the ends. That allows them to attack us sexually in Jesus' name. Our bodies belong to you, Lord Jesus. The Bible says so. And we honor the word of God. No more falling on the cement in Jesus' name. We send every attack from the water kingdom back. Every attack, every attack, every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack, every attack. Father, we ask that you release your warring angels against them, that you release your host against them, Father. We thank you for the victory in Jesus' name. We release the power in the name of Jesus against the water and marine kingdom, especially those that have been attacking the members of Miracle Internet Church. In Jesus' holy name. They love cursing, let it return to them. Our bodies belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. We are flesh of his flesh and bone of his bone. By his stripes we have been healed. Returning every attack, returning every attack, returning every attack in Jesus' holy name. Satan, you may not use our body fluids to launch an attack against us in Jesus' name. You may not use our menstrual fluids. To launch an attack against us. We forbid it in Jesus' name. You may not use our blood. It belongs to Jesus. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered in Jesus' name. 
Rike de la brocha de la brey. Rike de la brocha la de Dios la de Dios de la breke de. Rala la yo curro gorro goda de Dios la de Dios Rumba babeshe que de la brusa la de Dios de la breke. Rila la Dios un de la breke de Dios la de Dios. Runda la breke de Dios da da rabeasa de la brey. Satan, you have no place between our legs. You have no place between our legs. You have no place in our dreams. Oh, shadariaka. Between our legs belongs to Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. We return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, vow, and pact and prayers in Jesus' name and those of the associated organizations. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity and pride and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind the workers of work of errors in our life. We bind being misled, and we return and loose the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind the lodge, the brotherhood, the craft, and the, and the grips in Jesus' name. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves in Jesus' name. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy. Until the Godhead does, the Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Yes, Lord, we thank you. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us, 
to leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every demon coming across the computer lines in the name of Jesus. We cover when we close those portals in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus, especially our private. And we cover our vehicles, our means of transportation, uh, the area in which we travel and we take authority, dominion over animals, other objects, demons, whatever may cross our path in Jesus' name. We bind it in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for linking shields. We thank you for your warring linking angels. Your praising angels. The angels that you have assigned to each one of us in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you and we give you praise for their work in our lives in the name of Jesus. But most of all, we thank you for your presence, Father. We thank you for the Godhead moving in our lives, giving us wisdom, helping us to walk in righteousness, and to please you always in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Every attack that has happened to our genitals, Lord, has now been returned. Now for the new attack. We send them back, too, in Jesus' name. We send the new attacks back, the ones we haven't received yet. Before they get here, the shield of faith is here to turn them around. We boomerang them right back in the name of Jesus Christ. We boomerang them right back in the name of Jesus Christ. They have no right to attack us in Jesus' holy name. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons in the night, all the dreams, every kind of dream, any dream that ever comes. And we bind the devil from coming to harass us in our pleasant, peaceful sleep that God has given us. We command them to stay away. And we thank you, Lord, that the wall of fire surrounds us in Jesus' name. We pull out fiery darts, pins, needles, all the excess pressure. In our privates, we command it to come out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every demon sent into our privates, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We even bind you with chains and fetters of iron. We bind you with the fire of God in Jesus' name. We command you to exit our bodies right now in Jesus' name. Go into the cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every demon that was sent into our privates, you got to go. In Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We pull out every fiery dart, pin, needle, spear, all voodoo, all witchcraft, curses, anything from the demonic realm must return from whence it came. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that all their defenses are down and that these returned attacks go right back where they belong. We cut and burn all silver cords and ley lines and ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and blow up and destroy walls of protection around all shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse. Uh, charm, fetish, psychic prayers and thoughts, death, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, 
mind control, fetishes, magic, sorcery. Every death spirit is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of cancer is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people in the name of Jesus Christ. Deep breath and cough, Every cancer spirit, every generational cancer spirit, every death spirit, every generational death spirit, you are bound in the name of Jesus. You must go now in Jesus' holy name. We take the territory from you. We take the territory from you. We take the ground from you with the blood of Jesus. We snatch it from under you that you might fall in Jesus' name. We bind our psychic warfare, psychic powers, incantations, torments, pain, sickness, destruction, incense and candle burning, crystals, hoodoo, root work, tribal rituals and sin, and everything being sent to us from the demonic realm. All of your hatred, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, all of your evil influences are destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. All of your blindness, bondage, and heaviness and fear we send back to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that we are filled with the life of Jesus Christ. We are filled with the light of God. And we thank you for filling each of your holy vessels, Lord, to overflowing with the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you. Hallelujah. We give you praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 18. And our verse for meditation comes from Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 12. Matthew, chapter 11, verse 12. Featured ebook is Favor, Grace of God Bible Study. Having God's favor. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So tonight, saints, we're going to talk about grounded in the truth. Grounded in the truth. Grounded in the truth. Amen. Saints, Satan has released much deception on the earth in these last days. We have witnessed the division and separation of the major Christian denomination. Satan used the LGBTQIA plus agenda to accomplish his wicked goals. Although the scripture King James Version, clearly reveals the mindset of Almighty God concerning such perversion, many who were considered as believers cast aside the truth. Many, not a few, many. Many who were considered as believers cast aside 
the truth, turned away from the truth, and they turned to what they wanted to believe because it suited their flesh. In preference for Allah, they cast aside the truth in preference for a lie. The Apostle Paul warned Timothy that in the last days, there would be wicked persons who are deceived and whose objective is to deceive others. Yes, there are wicked persons who are deceived and whose objective is to deceive others. These evil persons are hostile to and oppose the truth. They oppose the truth. Amen? They oppose the truth. In John chapter 14, verse 6, the Gospel of John, Chapter 14, verse 6, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. That means there is no other way. I am the truth. That means there is no other truth. I am the life. There is no other life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen? And he means it too. He means it. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 8. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 8. Second Timothy, chapter 3, verse 8. Now as Janies and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. These also resist the truth. Men of corrupt mind, reprobate concerning the faith. They have corrupted minds and they are reprobate concerning the faith. They have twisted, deprived, and distorted minds and are reprobate and counterfeit and are to be rejected as far as the faith is concerned. They have twisted, depraved, and distorted minds and are reprobate and counterfeit and are to be rejected as far as the faith is concerned. In Matthew 24, Matthew chapter 24, Jesus says to us to pay full attention so that no one deceives you. We're supposed to pay attention to ensure that we are not deceived. Deceive means to use tactics of deception by leading the deceived or ignorant one into error. 
That's the idea. To so twist your thoughts, turn your thoughts away from the truth that you are led into error. You will be very, very, very wrong. Satan and his deceiving spirits have disguised themselves by working through persons who are believed to be Christians in order to lead unsuspecting saints astray. Satan and his deceiving spirits have disguised themselves. They've taken on a different appearance in your presence by working through persons who are believed to be Christians to lead unsuspecting saints astray. And some of you are still suffering as a result. Amen. They intend to lead unsuspecting saints astray, away from the truth and into error, away from the truth and end to error. Saints, Jesus was not speaking to unbelievers. He was speaking to his own disciples. People that were familiar with him. They spent time with him. They'd seen the miracles. They'd experienced the miracles. They'd heard his teachings. They knew the truth. Amen. He would not have warned them to take heed, to pay attention, and not to be deceived if there had been no danger of them being deceived. He was warning them because it was an ever-present danger, and they didn't need to go to sleep pretending there wasn't any danger around, and neither do you. These persons who are believed to be Christians but have moved away from the gospel are deceived themselves. They're deceived, and they are deceiving others. They may have started out right, but somewhere along the line, they went wrong. If you connect to them, their spirits of deception and error will attach themselves to you. Let me say it again. If you connect to them, their spirits of deception and error will attach themselves to you. Amen. That's right. That's exactly right. If you sit there and listen to them, their spirits of error and deception come into you. Get the point, saints? I pray that you do. We as God's saints do not have the freedom to associate as we see fit. We do not have the freedom to associate as we see fit. We have the freedom 
to obey the Holy Scriptures. And Jesus said in the Holy Scriptures for us to take heed that we be not deceived because there are many deceivers gone out, and they all look like they're wonderful Christians. Oh, they have such a sweet personality. Oh, they, they, they're so charismatic. And all this and all that and all the other. But that's not the litmus test that God tells us to use. That is not the litmus test because you like their personality. You know, that's how a lot of people decide who to vote for. They go by whose personality they think they like. It has nothing to do with the fact that they belong to Jesus Christ and their vote belongs to him too. And in their voting, they are to please their heavenly father and not themselves. No, they think that's their territory. Well, let me explain something to you. The only territory you have is at the foot of the cross and before the mercy seat. That's where your territory is. Amen. Praise the Lord. What God has designated for you, that's it. You got it? Amen. Don't forget it. It's important. Amen. Many of you have listened to and even visited some of these ministries or campaigns or groups whatever you want to call them this week, and left your monies with them. You did, at no point did you consult the Holy Spirit to say, should I do this? No, you just did what you felt like doing. Well, that's not the Christian life. In all of our ways, we acknowledge him. And he directs our path the other way around. Repentance is required. And deliverance from spirits of deception is required if you truly desire to walk with Jesus Christ. That's right. In 2 Timothy, reprobate means Reprobate means rejected by God, corrupted, excluded from salvation, and lost in sin. Chapter 3, verse 8. So do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. And some of you sat there and listened to these people knowing that they were all and I don't mean off a little bit, they're way over the edge. And you knew it and sat right there anyway, because uh, better listen to somebody than nobody. Well, Jesus doesn't agree with you, and neither do I. Amen? Matthew chapter 15 Beginning with verse 10, Matthew chapter 15, beginning with verse 10. And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand. He didn't just say hear. He said hear 
and understand. That means at some point, thinking has to begin. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man. You are not defiled by collard greens, properly cooked. But that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? Now I want you to see that. These are the people that were the head of the religious order of that day. And Jesus clearly explained what you just heard. And it was reported to Jesus. His disciples came to say, Did you know that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? They were offended with Jesus. They were offended with the truth. They were offended with the word. They were offended with the power of God. And that's the way it is for compromising Christians. Whenever the truth is preached, they are offended. If they're connected to a witchcraft source and you suggest that they do something other than bow down in reverence to their source of witchcraft, they become offended. Amen. And that's the way it is. Amen. You see, they think you have become their enemy because you tell them the truth. They are so carnal, so immature, so lacking in true knowledge of the scriptures and understanding of the scriptures that when the truth is presented, they are immediately in pride, rebellion, and offense. Amen. And that anger they feel, that's some demons. That is some demons at work. Amen. Amen. I think you're understanding what the Lord's saying tonight. I think you're understanding. Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Every one of them prancing around like they know everything about God, but my heavenly Father didn't plant them, they will be rooted up. Let them alone, he said. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Both shall fall to the ditch. So, saints, I'm here to ask tonight, are you in a ditch? Are you in a ditch because you followed the blind? Are you in the ditch because you are blind also? So, Pastor, what should we do, you say? Well, I'm glad you asked. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 23. Proverbs 
chapter 23, verse 23. Buy the truth and sell it not. Do what it takes to obtain the truth and don't sell it for anything. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Amen? Wisdom, instruction, and understanding. Buy the truth. You know, there's some people, they don't want to hear the truth. It doesn't matter if you're talking about Jesus, if you're talking about uh, culinary matters, if you're talking about politics, if you're talking about the law. It doesn't matter. They don't want to hear the truth. They are wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in their own traditions and customs, and they do not want to let go for any reason, not even Jesus Christ. Uh-huh, that's that's the case. It really is so. They worship their traditions and not Jesus Christ. You see, because when you come to Jesus, you're going to have to drop some stuff that's not him. Amen? Jesus says we're supposed to get the truth at any price, and we're to hold on tightly to it. We're not supposed to let it slip. Well, isn't that what we ought to do? Psalm 119, verse 9. Psalm 119, verse 9. Psalm 119, verse 9. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? How shall the young, the youth, cleanse their way? Well, we can all stand to cleanse our way. And the answer is given. By taking heed thereto according to thy word. By taking heed thereto according to thy word. According to the word of God, when it says, get rid of this, you get rid of it. When it says, buy the truth, you buy the truth. Amen. It's that simple. In a lot of cases, it's that simple. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Acts, the book of Acts, Chapter 17, verse 11. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. And we're talking about some saints that Paul went to minister to, to share the gospel with. And it begins by saying these were more noble than those in Thessalonica. So he left Thessalonica and went to Berea. And these saints were more noble. They had better character. They had better character. There are that have what we call good character. They have a greater propensity to do what is right, regardless of the circumstances or how much it costs them. They have what we call integrity. And there are other people whose character is not 
so sublime. I know you know what I mean. In that, this is one of the things that separated them. In that they received the word with all readiness of mind. Okay, I'll listen to you. And search the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. This is what we teach you to do here. But in order to do that, you've got to pull down out of your mind and out of your heart. You've got to cast down every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You must needs be bring it into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. It's a must-needs-be kind of thing. You have to receive the word of God with a readiness of mind, even if you don't like what the Bible says. And there are going to be times when you don't like what the word of God says, but it's still the word of God. It was the word of God before you were born, and it'll be the word of God when you're gone. And they searched the scriptures daily. They wanted to know. They wanted confirmation. Whether those things were so, they didn't just suck it in like you're sucking up a straw. They said, all right, we'll listen to this. Then we're going to get into the word and see if this is the way it really is. You know, there are things that separate A students from B students from C students. These people had the proper separated. Amen? Amen. You understand. I know you do. You're very smart. Second Timothy, chapter 3. Second Timothy, chapter 3, beginning with verse 14. Second Timothy, Chapter 3, beginning with verse 14. But thou, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. Through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So if you're one of these people that has a red-letter Bible and all you're going to do is read the red letters, you're going to miss an awful lot of what God has to say to you. Amen, and it's so. It is so. All Scripture, we exclusively use the King James Version in this ministry for many reasons but primarily purity of text. No, the NIV is not for us at all. I've noticed 
that a few of you quote a different version in the MIC chat room. We use exclusively the King James Version. Look at the title page of your Bible. If it says anything other than King James Version, you need a new Bible. All scripture is useful for doctrine or teaching, for reproof, which means to rebuke, for reproof, which means to correct, and for instruction, to communicate knowledge so as to educate or to give direction in righteousness. Yes. That's what the scriptures do. Let them have their perfect work, please. These scriptures are able. Yes, they have the ability to make you wise with respect to salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. That's what I was telling you earlier about the lady who lost her children. She stayed focused in the King James Version of the Bible. And those scriptures, along with the power of the Holy Spirit, brought her back into her right sound mind. She could restore a normal life. She could come back to a normal life in Christ. She had had more than what the world terms a nervous breakdown. She'd had far more than that. She was traumatized to the point her whole world fell apart. Development in faith and in the word of God under the true power of God brought her back. Brought her. She would have uh, times during church when she would suddenly come out of that stupor she was in and pop up and ask an intelligent question in the scriptures. She had those spurts from time to time for a long time. But finally, one day, she was so filled with the word of the King James Version of the Bible and the power of God, it propelled her right out of that situation right out of a confused mind and back into a sound mind in Christ. You know, somebody I know had a terrible accident once, and their mind hasn't been right since. And I said to that person, if you will just read aloud to yourself the King James Version of the Bible every day, it will correct your mind. No matter what has happened to you, It will put your mind back in order. But she refused to do so because she thought she knew too much. And she's still walking around in circles today. Amen? It's so. So I'm going to tell you like at ISS, this is the way it works, folks. When we tell you to play the scriptures over yourself as much as possible, It is for you to grow. It is to heal you. 
I have the scriptures playing throughout my home. And we say this to you repeatedly. It changes the atmosphere that you're in, and it changes you. Amen. And it is so. Amen. Praise God. So these scriptures are able. They have the ability to make you wise with respect to salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Yes, it's the scriptures that do this, not your own personal thoughts and opinions. Some of us, our own personal thoughts and opinions mean entirely too much to us. Amen? We must allow the living word to increase, and we need, with our thoughts and opinions and feelings and emotions, to decrease. Praise God. Amen, amen. John chapter 15, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 7. The Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 7. Jesus Christ, the living word speaking to us. If ye abide in me, he's the living word. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. There are some people that are under demonic oppression because the enemy is literally fighting them, as the saying goes, tooth and nail. But the more of the words you pour in, the stronger you become. The more you have exposure to the power of God, the stronger you become. Some of you look back at where you were one or two years ago, and you know without me pointing anything out or calling any names that you are not the person you were back then. God has changed you. That's what's supposed to happen when you're under the true word of God. You're supposed to develop in faith. You're supposed to change. You're not supposed to just sit there and go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. No, that's not what does it. You know, you could have a shower in the bathroom, and it showers water, and there's soap there. But if you don't ever get yourself in that shower and apply that soap to you, you'll smell awful. It's the same way with the gospel. You actually have to experience the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation. You can't just sit there and go, "Uh uh-huh. That won't cut it. It never has. It never will. Amen. Praise God. James chapter 1, verse 25. 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 But whoso... Looketh into the perfect law of liberty. Now, this is where your highlighter needs to go to work. 
and continueth therein, and continueth therein, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer, highlight doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. That's how this works. Amen. You immerse yourself in the word of God, and you continue in it. And you don't forget what you have learned. No, because you're constantly applying it. A doer of the word. You actually do what the scriptures say to do. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. Amen. Just as Timothy was instructed to reject these imposters, so are we. We are expected to reject their works as well. We are all called to remain rooted and grounded in the truth which you have been taught here. So we teach you to bind the devil. So if you decide next week you don't feel like doing it anymore, that's what you call a forgetful hearer and not a doer of the work. So why are you looking for a blessing? Amen? You to Matthew eighteen eighteen. And it says, and continue with therein. That means you're supposed to continue doing that. So you decide you'll do it for a little while and then becomes a little inconvenient to you, so you think. So you just stop doing it. You, so that means you become a forgetful hearer. So you just disqualified yourself right there. You're no longer a doer of the work. So why are you expecting, expecting the blessing? That's right. And continueth therein. We've been teaching you how to succeed, how to be victorious, and how to overcome in Jesus Christ. Well, once you get started, why would you stop? Why would you decide, well, I don't feel like binding the devil anymore? That's not going to work. It never has and it never will. Amen? Amen. That's just the way it is, saints. God sets you on a course for success. He expects you to follow through. Amen. Saints, our God is not the author of confusion. We are all called to remain rooted and grounded in the truth, which you've been taught here, Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Amen. But we are bound. 
to give thanks always to God for you. Brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth, and belief of the truth, and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our God to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or by our epistle. What he's saying is, we've taught you the right thing. Don't go running off grabbing some new teaching. Oh, it sounds so great. And I I talked to my friend Marjorie, and she's trying it too. And all of this foolishness. It's actually foolishness. And when it fizzles out, as it usually does, you're left there in confusion and deception and have, in essence, moved away from Christ. Amen. And some of you, regardless of how we warned you, have decided to do just that. God's having to say it again. These traditions are not the superstition and depending on self. The traditions that he was talking about is not the superstitions from the culture in which you were raised and grew up. Nor is it your tradition of depending on you. No, indeed. These are the truths, the teachings, which we have labored to present to you. Spiritual warfare and obedience to God is how we endeavor to daily live our lives. We resolutely believe in the power of Jesus Christ. We have no counterfeit to offer to you. I do not conjole for offerings that would damn my own soul. I don't do that. I've never done that. That's not Christ-like. Some of you know that the messenger which you listened to and supported was not clean. You knew that after you sat down for a few minutes that that person wasn't right with God. You could see it. It was real plain. But you listened and supported them anyway. Mm-hmm. Any gospel was fine for you, whether it was the truth or not.
In this, you corrupted your own self. Ignorance is one thing. Betrayal of the truth is quite another. See, it's one thing when you don't have the foggiest notion that you're being deceived. It's quite another thing when you know that the speaker, whomever that person is, is wrong. I mean wrong. And you sit there and do it anyway and invite others to join you to do it wrong too. That's called a betrayal of the truth. It's a betrayal of Jesus Christ. That's quite another matter. Paul is teaching us to stand fast and firm and to hold on to the truth you have been blessed to receive. Which you have been blessed to receive. 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. I'm going to give you a second to get there. 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Well, guess what? We're living in them right now. They have arrived. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Well, if they're unholy, they are. You need to accept that. You know, some of you have this tendency to look at a situation, and you know they're not right, but then you try to pretend to yourself that you didn't really see what you saw and you don't know what you know. That is sin. That's walking in a lie. Jesus does not appreciate that. When Jesus shows you that something is wrong, stop pretending that you don't know it. Stop being in denial. Stop denying the truth. Amen? Without natural affection, truce breakers, they can't keep a vow no matter what they do. And no matter what is said in order, they work against it. False accusers, incontinent, fierce. Despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. And what are you supposed to do about that? From such turn away. That's what you're supposed to do. From such turn away. Failure to do that is called rebellion. 
For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women and silly men, laden with sin, led away with diverse lust, ever learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. They run here. They run there. They're doing this. They're doing that. And they still haven't settled down and gotten anything truly effective done in the kingdom of God. And that's just the way it is. And if you hang out with them, you're going to end up being just like them. Amen. Now as Jannies and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. The truth about doctrines, they resist the truth about themselves and their own lives. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. You know, that's the way people also are in other areas. Think about it. As much as God has uncovered, about certain groups of people and certain, we'll just say politics. That's a good place to go. In politics. Okay, see this, see this, see this, see this, see that. They pretend they didn't see it. Basically, what they're doing with their attitude is telling God, I don't believe you. That's dangerous. But thou hast fully known my doctrine. Manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Did you notice that? Paul didn't say that I avoided persecutions. No, I went through them. I endured them. But out of them all the Lord delivered me. If he delivered Paul, he'll deliver you. Yes, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. You need to initial that right at the end of that sentence. Why? Because that includes you if you're living godly in Christ Jesus. You are going to be persecuted. No, it is not going to feel good. Yes, it is going to happen. Be prepared. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Amen. Praise God. Saints, Paul practiced what he preached. And so do I. The life of Christ was manifested in his life. No, he was not perfect, but you could clearly see Jesus in him. The word that he preached was confirmed as God manifested signs, wonders, and healings through him. Some of you 
still refused to obey Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7, which we read, and 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. So that you walk in Christ, so that your walk in Christ will be more profitable to you and to the kingdom of God. Instead of searching the word of God for themselves to see if what they were hearing is the true word of God, those Christians and these present Christians swallowing anything they hear, hook, line, and sinker. And then they'll come out of that twisted situation and try to come to you and convince you of it too. And if you try to confront them with the truth, they will argue with you. They are accepting every word they hear out of the mouths of these imposters into their spirit. And some of you have done this. And that's why you're having so much difficulty in certain places in your faith walk. So today, instead of being rooted and grounded in God's word, they are rooted and grounded in the doctrines of men, not the word of God. They go from one teacher to another, one church to another, accepting everything they hear is the absolute truth. They follow after every new teaching that comes along and never really grow into full spiritual maturity where they are firmly established in the word of God. These Christians prefer to follow after teachers and ministers who have pleasing personalities, are entertaining, who are smooth-tongued, preaching the things they want to hear. Preaching the things that they want to hear. And so somebody wants to complain about how rich these ministers have become. The body of Christ is the one that made them rich, giving them all their money. Yes, I said it out loud. That's how that happens. Oh, look at what, yeah, but you're the one ran out there and gave them your money. You did that. Amen, it's real. If you have to say ouch, just say ouch. It's the truth. Amen. These Christians prefer to follow after teachers and ministers who have pleasing personalities, are entertaining, who are smooth-tongued, preaching the things they want to hear. We call those in the Bible people that have itching ears. It sort of works the same way nosy people are. They can't keep their nose out of what they shouldn't get into to save their soul. They have this propensity and affinity and inclination to keep 
butting in where they need to butt out, to keep putting their nose in someone else's business instead of minding their own, to keep meddling like the Bible says every fool does hard to get them grounded because they want to hear what they want to hear. They want the preacher to get up there and give them smooth sayings and tell jokes all night, take up an offering, get some more jokes, and send them home. Happy giggling and still in sin. Amen. Instead of allowing the Lord to place them in the ministry of his chosen minister who is preaching the truth in a demonstration of the power of God and whose lives, conduct, and purpose in life and faith line up with the word of God. No, they don't want that. They don't want to be disciplined. They've been undisciplined all this time. They don't want you telling them to bind every thought. Amen? And they're not going to do it either. They don't want you telling them that, and they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Instead of allowing the Lord, that's called submission to place them in the ministry of his chosen minister, preaching the truth in a demonstration of the power of God and whose lives, conduct, and purpose in life and faith line up with the word of God. Nowadays, Christians are so deceived that they turn away from hearing the truth and follow after teachings of their own liking. Amen. Yes, they do. Amen. They do that. Yes, they do. Amen. They do that. Yes, they do. In Isaiah chapter 30, verse 10, you don't have to turn there. I just happened to pull it up. Amen. Isaiah chapter 30, beginning with verse 9, Isaiah chapter 30, beginning with verse 9 that this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the law of the Lord, which say to the seers, see not. In other words, close your eyes. We don't want to know what you got to say. God showed you what? We don't like that. We don't want to see it. And to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things, Speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy deceit. Get you out of the way. Turn aside out of the path. Cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. 
pretty well describes a good portion, the majority, unfortunately, of the body of Christ right now. In other words, tell me sweet little lies. I don't want to know the truth. I don't want to hear anything that doesn't make me feel good. I don't want to hear any message that's going to tell me I can't wallow in my emotions. And every thought I think isn't God. I just don't want to hear. Many Christians have shut their ears from hearing the truth because it convicts them of their carnal, sinful attitudes and actions. Amen. And the Lord says to stop right here. Praise God. Amen, saints. Now, if what I have described is how you live, you need to spend some time before the throne of God. Amen. If you're a person, you don't want to change, you don't want to be what God calls Christians to be, you don't want to do the word of God, you're just going to listen and you're not going to do anything, you're in trouble. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. You're in trouble and in danger of eternal damnation. I would hope that you would reconsider your position and will allow the Lord to train you in righteousness. But the choice is yours, you know. You have to decide if you're going to be what God wants you to be or if you're going to do what you want to do like you've been doing it. Amen? You have to decide if you're going to keep acting and believing and thinking the way you've been or if you're actually going to do what Romans 12, 1 and 2 says to do. Amen? Amen? You have to decide to go on with Jesus all the way, or you're going to eventually regret that you did not. Amen? Amen. So it's going to be up to what you decide and what you do. You know, there's this old gospel song that says, let the life I've lived speak for me. Well, your decisions are going to speak for you in the end. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Everybody, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Code 952, you're going to be on the air in about a minute. Area 952, in the name of Jesus, you're on the air. Hi, Pastor. Hi, thanks. What an awesome message. It really hit home for me because I have been struggling for a while and not understanding why, why I'm in this funk. Why, why do, 
my mind keeps going blank when I mean just in a fog and like a battle like the mind the battlefield of the mind just back and forth back and forth and these messages these last three four messages especially tonight really hit home even though I've been a Christian for years you would not think that I would be struggling but from the wrong teachings the wrong things there's a lot in us that we think that we're okay no we're not and it's been quite it's been 15 years I thought I was actually walking with the Lord but in a lot of things I can see him guiding me to get me to where I am today is that miracle internet church to get exactly what I need but it's still a battle it's still a fight that I have to fight and things that I have to overcome in me with the Lord and it's even a struggle at times to read the Bible sometimes a struggle to pray but it's just a fight but like you said if we lead a battle we'll never know what could have been and um, I, I forgot I did, did I did I even press one but that's 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 it I thank God for this ministry and you guys, Pastor Sabrina, Pastor Bill and Brother Marshall and all the other saints that's been there for a while. I thank God for you guys, you older ones that's been under the teaching. Because even though it doesn't matter how old we are, it's, it's, it's the teaching that you have grasped that even though if I was 60 and you were 20 and you got that teaching way before I did and got grounded in it, you have a lot you can teach me. So I'm not too proud to say, hey, teach me. I want to know because I don't want to live my life in vain. I don't want to miss the I don't want to miss the boat swimming in the water. I want to be in the boat. I'm going to heaven. So, okay. That's it, Pastor. God and, bless you. We love you. Uh, I love you guys, too. And I, I kind of know what I have to do. You know, it's not to keep getting prayer all the time. It's you got to put that to work. You know, the sermons, the scriptures, the, the prayers. We have to step out. It's come a time we have to step out on our on faith ourselves. Instead of relying for somebody to pray something away, we have to stand up and say, hey, God gave me that authority too. Continue to dig into the Word and continue to let the Holy Spirit teach us 
and we'll be able to fight our battles just like David did. Yeah. So thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Saint. You're welcome. I love you. Good night. Good night. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you. Amen, Saint. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Area code 786, you're on the air. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina. This is Noelle. I'm so pleased that you took my call. I hope you're doing well. Yes, I'm fine. What can we do I'm for calling... you? <laughs> Thanks. I'm calling for deliverance. Um, I think that something has been uncovered. Every morning I do my deliverance to bind things in me that are just like my besetting sins, like fault-finding, uh, criticism. I apply the blood of Jesus to my points of offense, my, you know, like my buttons where I could be easily provoked, stuff like that. I do a lot of warfare concerning myself and my family. And in homeschooling on a daily basis, there are frequently regular opportunities for me to practice, like submitting to the Lord, casting all of my cares on Him, taking my thoughts captive, binding my tongue, like everything that you're teaching us regularly. Um, but sometimes I will just rage, like I will just start talking and talking and talking. And what I'm saying may be true, but I'm definitely not supposed to be communicating the way that I am. And then it seems as quickly as it came, it just goes under the surface, which to me is like, okay, that's looking to me like Leviathan, which is something that I bind all levels of pride, familiar spirit, stuff from my father's bloodline. Because I'm, as I'm doing this, a lot of times I remind myself of my father. So I deal with forgiveness concerning him, like everything that I know to do. Not perfectly, of course. And maybe in vain. I don't know. I even, like, bind, like, if I'm being a liar right now, Lord. I try to handle everything because I really want to be different. What is the deal? I prayed, but twice I'm offended by my son and I'm acting out. When I have no business acting out, like why on earth is my shield not working? Where is the hole in my armor? Why am I acting like this? So I'm telling my husband, please pray for me. He's like, I do pray for you on this topic. And uh, just we were talking back and forth, and the Incredible Hulk came up. And the Incredible Hulk was something that my husband had trouble with for many years. And he was going through many levels of deliverance to kind of get this really rageful alternative personality that just made him like steal and sterilized him out of him and through your ministry through the jesus christ he's gotten he's changed a whole lot but sometimes and typically it's through our son he can still be provoked to where he will let himself go to um and he looks different um and so today i was like well, I used to watch The Incredible Hulk because I was asking Kevin to describe for me, like, what he sees. Like, please don't hide anything from me. Like, let's not keep this a secret, you know. Like, let's put it on the table. And he said it, he reminds him of that. And can you believe, though, for years we've dealt with him, with The Incredible Hulk? I never told him, oh, yeah, I remember watching that and identifying with it when I was little. Like, this has been buried, I guess, if this is, if this is being revealed by the Lord. I was, like, three years old. And came to me somehow, and I think this is also explaining how there's such a transference among the three of us. A provocation, which seems to be familiar spirits, comes through our son, and then we do or don't get impacted. But if we do, it's this like double personality thing. I could just, um, this is, praise Jesus, my last sentence. I can 
just having like this rage of going on and on, yelling, raising my voice. Again, it seems rational, like what I'm saying to me. And then, okay, I'm done. Now I go back to reading the book. It's like, seriously? So that's, that's come out. And I, I ask you to please help me, instruct me, please give me deliverance, whatever, please. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is you need to forgive yourself. For what? The first thing that I'm going to say is that you need to forgive yourself. I understand. For what? Do I forgive myself? Like everything or just like getting like this, being weak? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right. I forgive myself for my sin, my ignorance, self-deception, denial, picking on myself, holding myself to impossible standards, hurting other people, and like the long, long list that I don't even know. And walking in my flesh. Oh, and walking in my flesh and indulging it. (laughs) Thank you. We come in agreement with your forgiveness of yourself. Now, the next thing I'm going to say is let yourself off the hook. For some reason, you believe, now you got, you by your own admission, you learned about the Hulk when you were three. And somewhere along the line, it has some things to do with your, the background in which you were raised. In your family life, somewhere there's a hook there. Yeah. And you expect and you expect to get all of this out of you in just a little while. But it was planted deep in you a long time ago and he's working it out of you. There was a time you didn't even recognize what was going on in you. But now that you're beginning to see it for what it is and recognizing, now you want it all out suddenly, right this minute, right this minute. Let me remind you that we said it comes out in layers. You see, there's this process, there's this process, Miss Impatient, there's this process of development. And in this process, you have to come to dislike it just the way Jesus does. In this process, you need to come out of agreement with it. In this, you have to say, that's not me. I'm the redeemed of the Lord. That's not me. That is direct rebellion to the word of God. Ah, that's rebellion to the word of God. And I don't want that rebellion to the word of God in my life. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind my own rebellion to the word of God. I allow what I call the hope because that's my old familiar friend 
when I get fearful, anxious, and I'm not in control any longer. That's the old way that I resorted whenever I became stressful and anxious and I couldn't make things work out the way I wanted them to. That's my old go-to. And I'm asking you, Heavenly Father, to deliver me and detox me from my old familiar friend. As I learn new habits and new practices and new ways of controlling myself, how to behave, you know, the fruit of the Spirit also includes self-control, I found a pivot point. The word of God, instead of going back to the old way when I hit this emotional trigger, instead of going that way, I go this way instead. You see, that takes time, that takes practice, and that takes patience, long-suffering, and forbearance with yourself. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Good. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come into agreement with you, with the word of the Lord. Let me pray. Please, Buster, please. Just let me pray. You listen. (laughs) But can you include something, please? What would you like me to include? Call me Mrs. Davis, please. I don't want to be called that. Please, please. You are impatient. You have to learn patience. You are impatient. Okay? And it's coming out of you. You might not like it, but it's there. And until you tell the truth to yourself, yes, that's how I behave when things get a little too hairy for me, you're never going to continue to deal with it. Now, we're going to walk in truth here. Everything isn't going to feel good. But admitting the truth is better than saying, well, I just don't like this. No, we're going to remember we put away our childish thing. We're going to call it what it is. I don't mind if you tell me that you still see I need patience, I need this, I need that. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Hello. Thank you. I don't. You but why can't sit there I'm talking, you have to listen now. You need it, but you're going to need it and get it as he gives it to you and as you grow in grace. We had this conversation before. You want it all and you want it now, but that's not how it happens, dear. You get this one step at a time as you are able to receive it. There is no plant that you put the seed in the ground and the next day it's a full-blown plant. Now is Pastor, with respect, I understand that. What I'm saying is you're so important in my life, and when you tell me you are Miss Impatient, I'm like, no, I don't want that label. That's all I'm saying. You may not. Would you be quiet? Thank you. 
This is the behavior you do. And you haven't grown out of it yet. And it's going to take a while before you do, dear. It's going to take a while. This is a process. You, this it's is okay. not I'll microwavable. It's okay. I will keep praying. I would suggest that you do. But no battering ram is going to change you. You have to go along with the process with Jesus every day, one day at a time. As you conquer one thing, you go to the next thing. You're not going to have perfect patience in two minutes. It's just not that way. That's okay. Okay. It takes a while, dear. Be patient with your own self first. Amen. I'm sorry. Yes, Pastor. Pastor. Thank you. Very good. You have to be patient with yourself. Everybody that's been a new Christian that has grown as far as you have have hit places like this in their lives. All of us go through this stage where you get upset and frustrated with yourself because you're not producing like you think you ought to be producing. It's not like that, dear. You grow as you grow. You can't take a newborn baby and say, okay, today I want you to ride a bicycle. No. I didn't know I was producing. I didn't. Hold on. Hold on. You wait till the child is at the stage where they can do that. And you are putting greater demands on yourself than you ought to. Yes, you're putting pressure on yourself. Jesus said his yoke is easy, his burden is light. And you are beating up on you when you shouldn't. Okay. Okay, if you're if you're on training wheels and you fall over, you don't get up off the ground and beat yourself in the head. You get up, you stand the bike back up, you get back on it, try some more. And eventually you get to the point that you can ride without falling over. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yes, thank you. This is a learning process. You didn't go to kindergarten one day and the very next day graduate from high school. Amen? Yes, amen. You I'm have sorry, to I didn't really... know I didn't know that I'm projecting impatience and and an ignorance about it being layers. I I thought today, I was like, wow, it's amazing. This was hidden. I didn't even remember watching the Hulk. I thought that I knew that it goes in layers. I didn't realize that I'm pressuring myself. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's part of the growing process. You don't have to apologize for that. That's called being human. Humans make mistakes. Humans experience trial and error. 
Amen? Don't be so hard on you. I didn't know I was. I'm sorry. That's okay. I think if you get off your own back a little bit, you'll find out you actually do better. You'll find out. Just ask for grace. Lord, I need more grace in this area. Yes. And you'll find out that after a while, when you normally would have just gone off the deep end, you don't. You don't catch it just before you do. All right? Yes, Pastor. It happens without me knowing. The day will come that you will have the ability to stop it before it starts. It takes a while. Amen? God is being patient with you. Join him. God is being merciful with you. Join him. Amen? God is loving you through this. Join him. Okay? Okay. All right. Now say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I love Noel. I love Noel. Just like she is. Just like she is. I don't hate her. I don't hate her. I don't resent her. I don't resent her. I don't put her down. (laughs) I don't put her down. Thank you. I love her as she's growing. I love her as she's growing. And I receive your love for me, imperfections and all. And I receive your love for me, imperfections and all. We love you, Noel, just like you are. You'll be fine. Just keep growing. Thank you. Good night. Good night, dear. Amen. So we're going to pray for our sister, right? Right. Because we've all been there, right? Right. Amen. Praise God. We've all been there. And we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning four of the largest social media platforms, Google, Twitter, Meta, and TikTok have hired 248 248 ex-U.S. government employees over five years. According to an investigation, 
into hiring practices at the search and social media giant. Google was the most enthusiastic, picking up 130 ex-agents from the FBI, CIA, Department of Homeland Security, and the Justice Department, the outlet reported on Sunday, based on research using LinkedIn. Meta, which owns both Facebook and Instagram, welcomed 47 former government employees into its ranks while Twitter absorbed 46, including 20 from the FBI. TikTok took in 25 ex-feds, despite the Biden administration's recent ban on using the app on any government device, claiming that the revolving door between the tech industry and government has been a feature of D.C. for as long as I can remember. Former U.S. Deputy Associate Attorney General Reed Rubenstein said that the alliance between the two should nevertheless leave Americans concerned. The integration of big tech and the national security state really is dystopian. It's terrifying. They have enough data to show that power, which is immense, will be abused. He said, warning that right now there is no effective check on it. Long suspected by researchers, the cozy relationship between Big Tech and Big Brother was exposed last year in Missouri versus Biden, which revealed the representatives of no fewer than 12 U.S. government agencies were regularly meeting with the major platforms to craft desired narratives and silence others. The extent of this relationship was further confirmed with the release of internal communications from Twitter following Elon Musk's acquisition of the platform. A lot of the censorship of conservative accounts on social media coincided with an uptick in hiring of former FBI employees across big tech starting in 2018. Agency whistleblower Steve Friend said, last year Justice Department whistleblowers revealed that Facebook was reporting users to the FBI for merely posting content critical of the government. Now, folks, that's what they do in the CCP. If you say anything critical of the government, singled out. forwarding users' private conversations to the agency in alleged violation of the First Amendment and without probable cause. That means you can't have a conversation unless they're turning you in. These leads were then used by the FBI to legally obtain access to the conversations already in their possession and launch nuisance investigations on your money. This is your taxpayer dollar. They're spending your money to attack you. Against law-abiding citizens, the whistleblower said, so we thank the righteous judge for his adjudication. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning local authorities in two regions of western Ukraine have banned the Ukrainian Orthodox Church this week. 
The country's biggest religious institution is canonically linked to the Moscow Patriarchate, the largest Orthodox church in the world, with 150 million worshipers around the globe. Officials in Ukraine's northwestern Rovno region, which borders Belarus, were the first to ban the UOC, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church. The 55 lawmakers present at an emergency session on Monday supported the move in a unanimous vote. The local parliament said in a statement, the legislators also revoked the registration of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church religious chapters in Ravno region and terminated lease agreements with them, the statement added. Then they vowed to demand that Ukraine's parliament immediately adopt a law on the prohibition of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church of the Moscow Patriarchate in the entire country. On Tuesday, the parliament in neighboring Volyn region, which borders Poland, followed suit and banned the UOC, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church, and on another unanimous vote. The lawmakers also published an appeal to members of the United Orthodox Church and called on them to sever all ties with the church. Now, let me tell you something. The government doesn't have any business telling you about what to do with your relationship with God. Okay? Let's clearly understand that. The legislatures then called on the regional military administration to terminate the lease contract with the United Orthodox Church, granting the church access to temples and other religious building complexes, including monasteries. That means they evicted them. Ukrainian lawyer V.S. I don't know how to say his name, told the media that any decision by local authorities such as this is currently illegal. Lease contracts with religious organizations also cannot be terminated unilaterally if there is no grounds for this, he added. The United Orthodox Church has has yet to comment on the development. The United Orthodox Church has historical ties with the Russian Orthodox Church and was accused by Ukrainian officials of being a security threat amid the military conflict with Russia. I tell you, this is sounding like Hitler's Germany more and more. The Security Service of Ukraine has been raiding Ukrainian Orthodox churches, evidence of treason. They're not right, Lord. Earlier, the mayor of western Ukrainian city, LVIV, also declared the uh, Ukrainian Orthodox Church the only canonical Orthodox Church in Ukraine, according to most other Orthodox churches in the world, finished in the city as the authorities demolished some of the properties of the church and handed others over to the Kiev-backed Orthodox Church of Ukraine, established in 2018. 
The OCU was recognized only by the pro-Western Patriarch of Constantinople and three other Orthodox churches out of 15. Now, the original church has been there for centuries. They decided since they couldn't manipulate them, they're going to abolish them. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. All right. Thank you, Lord. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Chinese transplant doctors at Shanghai's uh, RENJI Hospital recently published their first-of-its-kind research in an American academic journal marking the first kidney pair transplant from preterm infants to adult recipients in a country facing allegations of human rights atrocities in its organ transplantation network. The state-funded Shanghai Jaitong University published a press release on February 27th touting that research from its affiliated hospital, RENJI Hospital, has been published in the authoritative journal for organ transplantation, American Journal of Transplantation. The press release boasted that that hospital and the Shanghai Children's Medical Center have been constantly breaking through the limits of young and low-body weight transplant donors, and that it has to date performed 22 successful neonate kidney transplants. It recognized a current lack of expert opinions and consensus guidelines in the global transplant community about the minimum acceptable age and weight of donors. But it concluded that because of this, the clinical experience of using very low birth weight premature infants or neonatal kidney donors is extremely valuable and will help to accumulate clinical knowledge, build consensus in the industry, and benefit more uremia patients. Doctors at the hospital published in January of two successful blocked kidney transplantations, both kidneys, from preterm infants weighing less than 1.2 kilograms or 2.6 pounds to adult recipients with end-stage renal failure. So they're taking the kidneys from preterm, preemie infants, okay, and they're giving them to adult recipients that have end-stage renal failure. The medical paper said that both the infants were delivered early by cesarean section due to fetal distress. However, it was determined that they would not survive. Now, who made that determination? Just who did that? It wasn't Jesus Christ. I can tell you that. The parents of one child agreed to the withdrawal of life-sustaining therapy. Uh-huh. I wonder if they were pressured. And kidney organ donation after circulatory death on the baby's second day of life. And the other parents agreed to withdraw life support on the fourth day of life. One baby was pronounced dead 15 minutes after withdrawing life support measures, which included a five-minute window 
after its mechanical heartbeat failed to be detected. The other baby was pronounced dead by doctors 25 minutes after withdrawal of life support measures. Both of the babies, small, three-centimeter-long kidneys, were then removed to be transplanted to the adult recipient. Kidneys only remain viable for transplant for 24 to 48 hours after death. In Western countries, recipients of neonatal kidney transplants are usually other infants. Zane Capley, Associate Professor of Surgery, Medical Imaging, Physiological Sciences, and Biomedical Engineering at the University of Arizona. However, one recipient of this procedure in China was 34 years old, according to the paper. The other was 25 years old. It is untested, unethical. If it's going into another child, sure. If it's going into an adult, I'm questioning it, he said. The first kidney transplant in human history occurred in 1954. It was done by Dr. Joseph Murray of Brigham and Women's Hospital, an affiliate of Harvard Medical School, where Capley trained in cardiac surgery. In 1963, Dr. Murray performed the first neonatal transplant. A baby received a kidney transplant from its identical twin but died of an infection after two and a half years. Since then, neonatal kidney transplant has become a routine procedure for infants and babies with kidney failure. And the success rate of neonatal kidney transplants is high, with one-year graft survivors of over 90% reported in some studies. However, the use of neonatal kidneys for adult transplant is rare in the West due to technical and ethical issues, Capley said. He pointed out that one technical challenge is potential clinical mismatches between donor and recipients, saying neonatal kidneys are smaller than the adult, and the size mismatch can lead to complications such as thrombosis or stenosis and kidney vein blockages. In addition, the neonatal kidneys are less developed than the adult kidneys, which can lead to differences in function and then the patient can be susceptible to injury. Another difficulty is that infants that become organ donors can be born with congenital abnormalities. Congenital abnormalities are common in neonates, and some of these abnormalities can affect the function of the donated kidney. So far, a donate an example. So, for example, a donated kidney with a congenital abnormality may be prone to infection or may have a reduced filtering capacity. So, using the kidneys for adult adult transplantation may therefore lead to higher risk of complications. In addition, there are ethical issues associated with the transplantation of organs from infants to adults. I mean, the neonates are vulnerable, and the use of their organs for transplant raises concerns about coercion and the appropriate use of medical resources. And, you know, in some cases, parents may feel pressured to donate their infants' organs, particularly if they are told that the donation will save the life of an adult, he added. 
and the pressure may be exacerbated if patients are from disadvantaged backgrounds or lack access to health care. You know, the use of neonatal kidneys for adult transplants, therefore, disproportionately affects certain populations, raising concerns about equity and justice. Another major ethical issue, he said, would be the commercialization of neonatal kidney transplants. The use of neonatal kidneys for adult transplant may seem as a way to increase the supply of organs for transplant in countries with long wait lists for a transplant. And this may lead to the commodification of neonatal organs and exploitation. Kapley said it was odd that a needy infant recipient was not present in the Chinese study. So it seems extremely odd that this was done, and it seems manufactured, he said, referring to a pre-designed transplantation. Despite these concerns, the hospital is touting the potential to use newborn donors as a source of organs for transplants to adults. In his analysis, he said the researchers may be motivated by a perceived advantage of infant organs. If an infant's kidney is transplanted, it may last a very long time in the recipient because newborn kidneys have few antibodies that can attack the recipient's tissues and cause organ rejection. That is why the attraction of the hospital doing it when they are neonates, he said. The first authors of the above neonatal transplant find, okay, I think you all got a general idea, and the CCP is behind this. They are. Amen. And they are. According to the to U.S. Congress's Tom Lantos Human Rights Commission, the analysis supports the inference that transplant surgeons on the People's Republic of China removed organs, including hearts and lungs, in violation of the internationally accepted dead donor rule. Example, before donors have been or could be declared brain dead. So the data is showing that Chinese hospitals are performing several times more transplants than the highest estimates of organ donors could support. And an independent court issued its final verdict on the forced organ harvesting of prisoners of conscience by the CCP. See, they've been harvesting uh, organs from people from a long time. They've been doing not wonderful things. Okay, we'll call it that. Amen. We'll do the last one on Friday. And Brother Marshall's going to help us and God's going to help him. Amen. And we're going to all come into agreement and believe God to handle this. Amen. Amen. Brother Marshall. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. You can handle all kinds of things. My shoulder's not nearly as broad as yours. You can hold them. packed underneath of the everlasting arms. You've got the whole world in your hands, Lord. So we pray for those who are despitefully using any one of us, Father, in Jesus' name, including <clears throat> all these different situations that Patrick Sabrina's just read through, including the 
number of people uh, involved with government agencies that are putting peer pressure and ultimately more than peer pressure <laughs> on the various social media outlets like Twitter and Facebook in Jesus. And we ask for divine intervention adjudication, Father God, in Jesus. And we thank you for doing so. Thank you for intervention for all these situations, including the Christians that are being, especially right now, because the Orthodox Christian Resurrection Sunday is coming up this coming Sunday, at least the Eastern Orthodox. I'm not quite sure if that is included with the Ukrainian and the Russian Orthodox, but I know the Eastern Orthodox, which is what they have people from India and some other countries and even the Middle East, is coming up. So, Father God, why would they want to do this? Why did they do that to... Um, what was his name? Um, hmm. The pastor who moved from uh, Poland to, uh, he was in Greece for a couple of years, then he moved to the great free country of our northern neighbor in Canada. <clears throat> and he was a pastor up there doing a great job. Oh, what was his name? Henry Father. And they showed pictures of him being um, not treated very nicely by the Canadian government that's been trained by the CCP to be kind of like them. Ain't that nice? Isn't that was well, not nice. So, Father, we ask for your divine help and adjudication because you know exactly what's going on with the situation with the Ukrainian Orthodox Church. How can they cancel leases? They've done nothing wrong. Oh, because Satan knows his time is really short. But he doesn't like anybody to worship the one true living God, whether they've got statues or not have statues or whatever. Father God, so Father God, you know the people's hearts. There are some people in the... In the Roman Catholic Church actually loves the Lord Jesus, Father. You might be a little confused, but Father, you told us to pray that, that come out of her, my people. So, Father, the people that have been confused, and the people that are, like I was confused all those years, reading different Bibles that were twisted and all kinds of stuff left out, and most of the Bibles have the whole Scripture, but you have to be like, um, to be baptized, you have to actually believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That's why they had so many churches baptize infants. And that's a little scripture that's kind of left out. So, Father God, there's so many scriptures that have been changed. And why would they want to come against the church? Why would any a wonderful Christian want to publish a Bible that wasn't the real word? Well, because of a real enemy. And some people do it willingly. And some people, they've been, their minds are blinded. So, Father, we pray for those whose minds have been blinded including those in the government in Ukraine, and those in the government in every nation where they're trying to control social media through demonic hmm, tactics similar to what um, the Nazis used, actually. What Goebbels told Hitler to use, oh, we can control the people if we can just control what they're thinking. That's why the Scripture tells us to hold every thought captive. And I got into trouble the other day because I forgot to hold every thought captive for just a short time. So I'll just take out the compost out there. It'll be no problem. I've done this many, probably hundreds of times. Take it out. That was dark. I don't even need to turn on my little flashlight on my head. So, Father God, help us all to remember to hold every thought captive. We pray for our brothers and sisters, those that think they're Christians, and those that are going to be Christians, Father God. Maybe some in the CCP. Father God, maybe some in the in the government media, some of those that are leaving the FBI to go work for these government groups, to go work for their Twitter and their Facebooks and the like, Father. We pray for those, Father God. You've saved the souls that can be saved. You told us to pray for those who despitefully use us. And, you know, I, I, I used to just hear something, and I went with it because it sounded good. And I found out years later, you know what? Hey, I... I'm speak, I was speaking lies back then, those whatever, however many years ago it was. And how soon recently 
was I offended with somebody who goes, oh, you know, this person ought to know better by now. <laughs> and that's where the Lord reminded me of that scripture. Again, what Sabrina, Pastor Sabrina just shared. Blessed is he who is not offended with me. Great peace, now was it? Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. If we love the truth, the law of God is the truth. Great peace have they which love thy, which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Nothing shall offend them? What about what's going on with the CCP, what they're doing to those neonates, Father? You don't want one of these little ones to perish, Father. What they're doing with all the children, Father God, all over the earth. It wasn't just those that were... <laughs> taken out of Haiti by the people that were supposed to be doing nice things to adopt them. <laughs> Those that were taken out of Ukraine to adopt them, Father God. All the children. How about the children of the CCP? What they're doing there, Father? I heard it, it, Pastor Sabrina read about the, the even harvesting uh, organs from prisoners. They give them the choice? How about, what's it, I forget the name of the group. They were very holy people in China. Something Gong Young, or I don't know what the name was. They didn't like them. They seemed to believe in in a higher power, like a real God. And they were very careful about what they eat, so their organs were in pristine condition. Oh, and they didn't swear. They weren't carrying on. And some of them, they just took their organs. Oh, but they were still alive, from what I heard. But then again, that's just scuttlebutt. I don't know. I wasn't. I never been to CCP. I never been to China. <laughs> Father, all things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Father, you know what everybody's thinking everywhere on the earth. And Jesus said, no one's good but God. No Pharisee, no church leader, no government leader, not just in China, no government official. No one's holy without the blood of the Lamb. So, Father, we plead that blood over the children, Father God, and all those who are interceding for, including all the family members of every believer and my family members, too. We say, Father, forgive them. They didn't know what they're doing. Send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father. Because that's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to pray for those, Father. So we do. Because your mercies are new every day. I remember being offended with a family member. Well, well, if I was God, I would just cut them short real quick. No, but his mercies are new every day. Aren't we glad? Because Marshall messed up. That's why I hit the concrete with my face. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. I think Pat Holiday went through something like that. Now, she was going to go do something. But I was just being really simple. I walked past that little strap many times. It holds that anchor down. And I thought I knew where I was walking. You said if a man doesn't have light in himself, he can stumble in the night. It's in your word. But no one's holy but God. So, Father God, your word is a lamp unto my feet. Help us all to walk in peace, to walk in love. Great peace have they which love thy law. And nothing shall offend them. Not offend Brother Marshall? Yes. There's something wrong with your microphone or your phone because it's sending out this sound, sort of, every couple of seconds. Yeah, that one. Oh. That sound. Is it better? Yes. Is it better? Okay. Yes. Just push the little thing. Okay, okay. I had no idea. There's a lot of things I don't know about. Father, you know everything. Nothing's hidden from your view, Lord. And we know Jesus is coming as soon as you say, Son, go get your bride. Jesus doesn't even know when you're going to say that, Father. 
Some people think, like Pat Holiday pointed out, some people think that there's only one, well, there's only one God, but he's in three persons. And there's going to be, the Son's going to be subject to the Father. It talks about that in, in uh, what is that, in, in 1 Corinthians, I think it's 15. But it's we're not there yet. doing it again. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll try this. How about the phone itself? that better? That's better. Is that any better? Okay. Yes. So, Father, we ask for adjudication in every one of these situations. And those that refuse to repent, Father, ooh, those that are actually doing witchcraft, ooh, you know how to deal with them, Father. You said, suffer not a witch to live. Those that cannot repent, Father God, maybe they're not really human. It talks about that in Daniel. It says that it talks about, you know, I think it's in Daniel chapter 2. It says that that uh, when you're talking about you know the head of gold and it gets down to the feet of clay and of uh, and of and of iron, <coughs> it says that they try to join themselves to people, but but they don't really mix like iron doesn't mix with clay, and that's what's been pointed out not just by Clay Clark, but many others have pointed out what they're trying to do with this transhumanism thing, Father God, and maybe some people in the CCP they. They think people are going to pat them on the back. Hey, you're doing a great job. You kept this political leader alive. What? Who cared about that baby? Father God, who cared about that that prisoner or that that holy person in China that wasn't doing what we asked them to do? Father God, we bind every spirit of demonic control, every witchcraft curse sent against all those trying to serve you, Lord, even the children. Every witchcraft curse returned at least sevenfold on the heads of the spirits sent them to sending the those nasty things to do to them what they intended to do to your children you created for your purposes father god you don't make any junk and you created each one of us you knit us together in our mother's womb and you're the only creator those people that are trying to give a little clue to pharaoh you know the when when moses and aaron came in they could copy some of the things that 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 moses and aaron did they can change a you know a rod into a snake but when it came to making dust alive into little lice they said, ooh, 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 this is the finger of God, because you're the only creator God. Satan's called the God of this world. So we bind that mind blind of the so-called strong man. So you, Satan, and all your little underlings are bound. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven in agreement, according to Matthew 18, 18 to 20, in Jesus' name, because of the blood of the covenant. And we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, love not our lives unto the death, because Christ is our life, ultimately, because we drink into one spirit with him, and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Because you're changing me, Lord, from day to day. Even as you changed Pat Holiday, she wasn't born holy. I don't think Sabrina was, but maybe I was wrong. I know she she started a lot earlier in the church than I did. I wasn't until I was 30 when I accepted the Lord. And that was just the beginning, baby Christian. So, Father, we're all being changed, but we thank you for that glory to glory we're being changed. You don't give up on us. We're supposed to desire the sincere milk of the word. Yeah, we start with the milk. And then what do we go to? We go to the living bread, the living bread from heaven. Oh, they did angels angels bread and angels food. And then what? And then we get the strong meat of the word as we get a little bit older. Maybe we get a little bit back and forth because Jesus says, my flesh is meat indeed. That he that eateth me shall live by me. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. Thy word is unto me, the joy and rejoicing in mine heart. Do we desire his word more than we love our natural food? Sometimes it's a little challenging, isn't it? Like the the, the scripture that Patrick Sabrina quoted from, where was that? In Second uh, Timothy 3, about um, 
those who will live godly will suffer persecution. That's not one of my favorite promises in the Scripture, Father. But all the Scripture is given for your instruction and in righteousness, Father. So we can't just go along to get along. We have to be willing to stand up and do what you tell us to do. So help us, Father, and help all the Christians in China and all the Christians in Canada in Ukraine to stand for the truth. Father, we ask you to deliver your people. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. In Joel 2.32, you said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be sozo. It actually says sozo in the in the Greek. That means saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. And Father, you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. And you said, If two of you on earth agree, such anything else it shall be done in my Father's name. And so it's by the power of your Spirit, Lord. That's how we're being changed. And that's how you want the world to be changed, because Jesus is coming well, relatively soon. I don't know the day or the hour. I'm not going to make that mistake. Some wonderful Christians have made that mistake. They thought they got it all figured out. But you're the only one Father who knows. Jesus doesn't know. The angels don't know. Satan doesn't really know, but he can see the signs. So, Father, we thank you. We don't give honor and glory to the nasty little spirits. We don't rejoice because they're subject to hunters, but we rejoice that our names are written in heaven. Do we deserve to go there? <laughs> Absolutely not. Even while we're sinners, Christ died for us much more than being now justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And who does he live by? He lives by you, Father. And where were you? Oh, you're in the Lord Jesus, reconciling the world unto yourself. Hear the corn, the wine, and the oil. We need to hear the corn the living bread from heaven. Jesus said, this is my body, take eat. The wine, this is my blood. He lives by the Father, the glory of the Father. And the oil, oil, olive, beaten for light. The Holy Ghost anointing. Thank you for that anointing, Father God. We ask you to pour forth of your spirit and save all the believers, Father God, in Ukraine and all over the earth, Father God, in China, in every nation, Father God, including the United States. And Father, we take responsibility and repent for apathy, and entertaining a spirit of what the, the NIV calls timidity, which your King James Version calls the spirit of fear. It's not little timidity. <laughs> it's a spirit of ungodly fear. It's a demon. That's what it is. But you didn't give it to us. So where did it come from? Oh, maybe we watched the Weather Channel too long. Oh, the next twister, the next tornado, the next whatever. Father, you said in the last days there's all going to be all kinds of stuff. And there's been a lot more volcanoes erupting and twice as many um, twisters this year than there was in the whole of last year. And some people say the weather's not being controlled. So we bind every one of those demons trying to control everything. The weather, the food, the medical provisions, not just in the CCP, but every nation. And the, and the, uh, the, uh, the people trying to control the information getting out. You can't say anything against the no redress of grievances anymore, right? No, no, you can't. You can't. What about the United States? What about the United States Constitution? Oh, oh, well, Biden said, you know, we we can't go along with the whole Constitution. You know that that's an old thing. Oh, really? You know, he said that you can change the amendments. Oh, really? I thought you had to have all the states agree or something. A certain percentage of that, two thirds. Father God, we ask for your divine intervention, adjudication. Remove those that need to be removed, Father. So you said in your word 
Bleed my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Fight against your children, including the babies, Father God. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. You know, the persecuting the Christians don't even they want them to talk online about anything. Saying to my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them also be confounded. We speak confusion, division, enemies camp. Let them be confounded, put to shame, that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. And not just my hurt, the hurt of every believer and those that are coming into the body of Christ, including every nation. Let them be as chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid from me their net in a pit, which without cause they've hid, hid from my soul. That sounds like exactly what they're doing for the Orthodox Church in Ukraine. Let destruction come upon him as unawares. Let his net, which it hid, catch himself into that very destruction. Let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. And all my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which delivereth the poor from him that is too strong for him. Yea, the poor and the needy from him that persecuteth him. So we thank you for delivering those that are trying to spoil us and persecute us, Father God, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father God, that your arm is not too short to save. And we thank you, Father God. You said no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. But this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. How do we get to be righteous? Oh, we realize we can't do it. Jesus did it all. All to him I owe. And we thank you for that grace. We thank the privilege of drinking into one spirit with you, Lord, like it says in 1 Corinthians 12, 13. We thank you for the privilege of being joined together. He joined in the Lord as one spirit, 1 Corinthians 6, 17. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Ghost coming in to teach us and to remind us of your word, because I couldn't remember a single scripture, and regardless of the fact that I need to hold every thought captive, and I do, and I do Find every spirit of vain imagination, every spirit of ungodly fear, every spirit of stinking thinking, not just coming against me, but all those I can stand in for. I ask you to help my bride, Lord, and all those that are spending so much time listening to all the, you know, Satan's little things popping up. Oh, i got to be afraid of this. Oh, i got to be afraid of that. Oh, what about this? What about that? Well, you helped me a lot recently, Lord. And he's taking me step by step, day by day. And I thank you, Lord, for reminding me about some of the things you showed me, Father God. And I don't know if I can find the scriptures, especially holding the phone in my hand right now. But, Father God, you reminded me. There are at least three places, Father God. I, I know for sure one of them was in, where was that? It was in Numbers 28. Father God, that, that, that what did they do in the Old Testament? Oh, they had two lambs, one in the morning, one in the evening. And you know what? It says we're supposed to rejoice without ceasing. Hey, isn't that a good reason to rejoice? Because Jesus is our sacrificial lamb. He's the Passover lamb. Pasach, the, the, the Jewish people are celebrating Passover. And they don't understand what they're doing about how it ties in with Jesus necessarily. Maybe some of them do. But, Father God, we ask you, Father God, to help many people to take advantage of what you have for us. Because I cast my cares on you every day. I literally get down on my knees. And I, and I I take the bread and the wine. I cast my cares on you because you care for me. And I put that little piece of matzah over my head. It represents your hand, and your, your hand is upon me. And I don't have. I cast all my cares on your cross and over the devil and over those little demons that you triumphed over them openly. We thank for the power of your cross. 
I think that's First Corinthians chapter one, around verse eighteen. And we thank you, Father God. When when Pat Holiday referred to that scripture in in uh, was that in Galatians three eleven about uh, oh foolish Galatians who hath bewitched you before whose eyes Jesus Christ but evidently set forth crucified before you. I don't think they were there. <laughs> Thank you.